Any views, thoughts, or opinions expressed on the Rejuvenating Health podcast are solely that of the speakers and are intended as such. Please contact your trusted medical practitioner for medical advice. Let's go, girls. Welcome back to the Rejuvenating Health Podcast. I'm Shauna, and I'm here with Women's Health Nurse Practitioner, Lindsay Van Schoik. And today, we're super excited to talk to you guys about a new sugar challenge that we are doing with some of our ladies inside of the program, and they're having super great success. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. So, I mean, catchy title, how to lose seven pounds in seven days. And we're not joking because Rhonda literally has lost six pounds in five days. Yeah, she is crushing it. She was so pumped. She said she couldn't even believe it, but she's doing so great. So great. Okay, so I'm going to preface by saying these are not seven pounds of fat because that's not going to happen in seven days. It's seven pounds of purely inflammation that your body has from eating so much sugar over the holidays and so much crap. So a lot of you ladies come to us struggling with hormone issues, thyroid issues, um, stress level issues, all that type of stuff. And you want to get those hormones optimized. I'm going to tell you this. I can thyroid the medication. I can adjust your thyroid medication out the wazoo and put you on hormone replacement therapy. But none of that is a magic pill in fixing the underlying inflammation and nutrition issues that you are having. So do not expect to come to us And for me to automatically put you on hormone replacement and thyroid meds without having a pretty serious conversation with you about your nutrition strategies. Because if you have thyroid disease and you're eating gluten and um, all this inflammatory stuff, you're literally harming your thyroid. If you have hormone imbalances and your blood sugar is through the roof and you're eating soy and all these other things and you're not handling your stress, then hormones are not going to help you. And if someone magically promises you that, they are not someone that you should be seeking advice from. And with that being said, be very careful. I told Shauna I was going to get sassy today on the podcast and go on a rampage. So here's my little rampage. Just because someone says that they're a functional health provider or that they know how to manage your hormones and thyroid and whatever else they say does not mean it's true. So I've had multiple people this week come to me and tell me that they're working with a functional medicine, integrated medicine, whatever type of medicine practitioner, and they're getting literally the worst advice that I've ever heard. One person told me that their integrative functional health provider told them to not eat meat because they had elevated cholesterol. Like didn't look at the ratios of the cholesterol, didn't look at the numbers just because they had elevated cholesterol and they have a genetic predisposition with an APO lipoprotein B to have high cholesterol. So they should not eat meat. And that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And so sad. I'd be so sad. And you'd be hungry because you would never be satisfied and you would never have any muscle. Right. Yeah. It's wild. So then the second person took my patient off of an estrogen patch and put them on oral estrogen because it was bioidentical and safer. And this person smokes. And so oral estrogen is a big no-no. 
if you're a smoker, it's a big no-no. I don't really like oral estrogen anyways, but it's a big no-no. And just because something is bioidentical does not mean it's safe. An estrogen patch is completely safe. So that's my rampage. Um, taking a weekend certification or a whatever course does not make you trained. And so if you're going to work with someone, make sure that they really are trained and that they know what they're doing. Right. Right. Or even if they are trained, if they say something that you just don't feel like maybe sounds right or whatever, get a second opinion. We tell ladies that all the time. If you're not sure, get a second opinion because you're the only one who can advocate for your health and you need to do that. Yeah. And listen, like I can't read your mind and your doctor can't read your mind. So if there's something that you're wanting, you have to ask for it and be an advocate for yourself. You mm -hmm. can't tell me that you're mad at your doctor for not ordering something if you never asked them to order it and voiced your concerns. They're not mind readers. Right. No, no doctor is a mind reader. So part of being a healthy person is taking responsibility for your actions. And if there's something that you're wanting and looking for, you have to voice your mind and ask for it. So rant and tangent over. Let's talk about how to lose seven pounds in seven days with cutting out. It reminds me of that movie. Cutting out. How to lose a guy in seven. What is it? It is. It's not. It's 30 days, right? How to lose a guy. In, is it seven days? Oh, is it? I thought it's how to lose a guy. In, maybe it's 30. I don't know. I don't know. Lose them in however many you want. She know. failed. She won him. She did. She did. Okay. And you're not going to fail either. Right. Right. So. Right. So this is not meant to be forever. It is meant to just kind of, um, get a grips on getting rid of the, the sugar in your diet. And this is hard. Like this challenge is yeah. hard. Um, sugar is mm -hmm. highly addictive. It lights up the reward centers of your brain. And once you eat it, your body craves so much more of it. What, what is that saying that sugar is 12 times more addicting than cocaine? Cocaine. Yeah. 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 So, which is, so, yeah, and it's found crazy. everywhere in the standard American diet. And starts at a very young age. So the brains from tiny are wired for that. Yeah. I mean, my kids are addicted to sugar. Like if you feed them, like that's what I they mean, want. Same. It tastes good. Yeah. It lights up their reward yeah. center, which is same. why that you should not reward your kids with food. Right. If your kid gets a good grade, you should not go reward them with Dairy Queen. You wouldn't reward them with cocaine. So quit rewarding them with sugar. <laughs> well, it's right. true. True. I know. Okay. So, that's what the people need to hear. In the seven days, you're going to cut out sugar, right? And hopefully you're going to get improved sleep, balanced energy, reduced pain and inflammation, better mood, decreased cravings and hunger, improved mental focus, and weight loss, right? So let's talk about why we're doing this, right? So sugar tastes really good. It really, really does but it causes insulin resistance and 80% of the population is insulin resistant. Like if you're listening to this, you're probably insulin resistant. Almost everyone I do labs We're not saying, but is insulin resistant pretty much, pretty much every, and I, what that means is your fasting glucose is above 85. Your hemoglobin A1C is above 5.2 fasting insulin is above six. If all that stuff's out of whack, you're insulin resistant. Um, and we see insulin resistance all the time on labs. So um, sweetened foods like 
sodas, cookies, candy, all that stuff raises your blood sugar. Your pancreas secretes insulin to help that glucose get into your cells. And then if you're eating too much of that sugar for too long, those cells become sensitive, less sensitive to insulin. And that's insulin resistance. And insulin resistance happens usually four to 10 years before you're ever diagnosed with diabetes. So just because you don't have type two diabetes does not mean you're not insulin resistant. Just because you're or on your way, just because you're skinny does not mean you're not insulin resistant. So, um, sugary foods are also really low in nutrients and fiber and really high in calories. So what happens when you eat too much of them, you get a lot more visceral fat or belly fat, which puts you at risk for heart disease, diabetes, and yes, lots of cancer, lots of cancer. Um, it can affect your liver. So liver, your liver uses fructose to make fat. So if you eat too much fructose, you get fat in your liver and you get fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It turns into triglycerides. I know we all think triglycerides are fat, but sugar turns into triglycerides, which puts you at risk for heart disease, high blood pressure, all that type of stuff. It causes acne. It causes your skin to prematurely age. It causes anxiety and depression. ADHD, um, it causes your energy to crash in the middle of the afternoon. It causes brain fog, attention issues. So sugar, I mean, just reading, just talking about all that makes me never want to eat sugar again. I was going to say, it makes sense when they give that analogy though, because when you were reading all that, I was thinking, but yet people still eat it consistently on a regular basis, but it's the same with a drug addict. It does all those horrible things to their lives, to their bodies, but yet they still do it. So really it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, meth, we live in the Midwest, meth makes your teeth rot out and it looks like you have holes in your skin, but they still do it. It makes them crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Addiction is wild. Yeah. So sugar and others. What does a seven day sugar detox look like? So it is literally a sugar detox, right? So for seven days, you're going to get rid of all sugary sweets. No cookies, candies, cakes, donuts, whatever. I think that's pretty like, duh, that's what a sugar detox means, right? Can't have sugary drinks. So no soda, no energy drinks, no sugar in your coffee, juice, juice, whatever. Those, Those two things, I think people are like, okay, yeah, duh. That's what a sugar detox means. I can do that, right? Here's where it gets a little bit more sticky. It also means that you can't have Splenda or Stevia or monk fruit or any sugar-free or artificial sweeteners. So any diet soda, sugar-free things, no, because those things still act like sugar in your brain, causing you to still have cravings. Okay. No artificial sweeteners. For... The next one, I'm going to preface this. Fruit is so good for you. I know. It's my secret. This is what I know. I love fruit. You should eat fruit. I eat fruit all the time. But for seven days, mm-hmm. we're not going to eat fruit, right? It's Fruit is packed with vitamins and nutrients and all that type of stuff, but it does have a lot of natural sugar in it. So for, for just seven days, we're not going to eat fruit. We're also not going to eat natural sweeteners. So no honey, 
no maple syrup, no agave, no coconut sugar. All those things cause spikes in your insulin and cravings. Okay. This is where you're going to have to be careful. Like you cannot eat food with added sugars either. And added sugars is found in literally everything. Anything that has a package probably has an added sugar. A salad dressing probably has an added sugar. So literally we're taking it all away for seven days. Okay. This might cause you to have a sugar withdrawal and it might be uncomfortable. Yeah. But you can do hard things. You can do hard things. Look, you're not sassy. You're so encouraging today. You can do hard things. So you might experience some low energy, some mood swings, some headaches, maybe trouble sleeping, maybe some brain fog, maybe some like really strong desire for carbs and sweets, but it will pass. We're punching someone in it's the face. It's literally like withdrawing from drugs. Like, let's be real. You have those symptoms when you withdraw from drugs, but you eventually sometimes have to do it. Hopefully you don't have to withdraw from drugs, but it will pass. Okay. So how do you get through you those? You can do it. You eat some high fat, high protein diets. You are going to have to fill up on the protein, my friends. Lots and lots of protein mm -hmm. to keep your blood sugar stable. And we know it's a struggle for a lot of you. So you really got to be mindful of it. Yeah. So then you made it seven days. Now, what do you do? You don't go eat all the sugar again. Because you'll put back on those yeah. seven pounds that you lost in seven days. Yeah. It will happen. ASAP. So we, just like you do with any elimination diet, like we have clients that we put on anti-inflammatory diet where they're cutting out like gluten and dairy um, and sometimes nightshades and like, it just depends on what they're struggling with. Right. Um, so just like you do with any elimination diet, you have to add stuff back in slowly. Right. So once mm -hmm. we're done with seven days, you could extend it. If you feel amazing, you could do it for 30 days. Now, eventually I want you to add back in fruit because it really is a good whole yeah. source of things. Um, you can never eat mm -hmm. the cookies and sweets again, and I would be completely fine with that, right? But say you just do it for seven days. You need to start by adding in low sugar foods back first. So like berries are really low glycemic. And I like, I eat the crap out of berries, like blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, like raspberries, love yeah. those. Start with those first. Like start with low glycemic. Do it for three to five days and see how you feel. Like do you feel more bloated? Do you feel less energy? Are you crashing? Like keep a journal and, and really keep track of that. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And then add in it one at a time. So I would say with like your low glycemic fruits, then add in some higher glycemic fruits. Then if you wanted to try in the natural sweeteners, then if you wanted to try in, you know, keep going from there. I just really wouldn't eat the like sugary sweets and candy and you know, all that type of stuff. So I'm sure you're thinking like, what the heck do I eat? Like you're going to eat real whole foods that come from the ground. What you're supposed to eat and have a mother yeah. and you can pull from the tree that are just not fruit. Right. So you could eat for breakfast, like a really beautiful omelet with eggs and cheese and tons of veggies. Veggies. Perfect. For lunch, yep. you could have some steak and a sweet potato and green beans. For dinner, you could have chicken and veggies and rice. Like, 
done. You're easy. I think most people have the most trouble yeah. with breakfast, but like breakfast is the worst time to eat sugar. Your cereal and pop tarts and muffin sure. and Starbucks pastry are literally setting you up for failure the rest of the day. So if you could just cut your sugar out in the morning and just eat a really whole foods, non-sugary diet, like do a breakfast hash, right? So you do a hash with steak yeah. and potatoes and eggs and veggies. It's delicious. And we have so many yeah, recipes too that are even helpful if they visit our website, which is always linked below. We have so many recipes for different things like that, for healthy breakfast ideas. Yeah. It's, it's literally not as... I mean, I had this conversation on our group call yesterday. Someone was like, I'm really struggling with meal planning. And I'm like, are you making it really hard? Like... They do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fruits, like, don't make it hard. You can eat frozen veggies and some eggs for breakfast. You can eat a rotisserie chicken and some berries for lunch. Not if you're on the sugar detox, but you, you're making it way too hard. Right. Yeah. And the good thing I think too, about something like this is taking this out is people do eat so many carbs for breakfast, so many sugars, and then they wonder why they're tired throughout the day. But with this, you're doing the sugar detox, you know, you're seeing how you feel. And then if you keep it up and you really are following along with how you should, and you still notice after a certain period of time, you're still crashing. You're not eating those sugars. You're being healthy. You're still crashing. Then that's when we can see, Hey, maybe something else is up in the lab work and things like that. But this is a great start. Yeah. And I think like, I know we tell you guys to never do anything that you can't see yourself doing 30, 60, 90 days from now, but we're not telling you to do this for the rest of your life. Now, right. I pretty much live this way. You probably do too. Like I don't eat. I mean, if we go through what we talked about, there are some things that I eat on there. Like I eat fruit. It's good. Like I love me yeah. some fruit. I do eat some artificial sweeteners because we know I like my diet Coke. But other than that, like. I was going to say, oh, you're kidding. Other than that, like <laughs> I don't eat sugar. Right. It doesn't even taste good. If I eat it, I'm like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Or it just makes you feel yucky. It's not worth it. Yeah. And so it's just a good, like, we live in a society that has an obesity problem and a lot of it is from sugar. And most of the people that we see have insulin resistance. And so, I mean, in my office, I get a lot of people coming to me for their thyroid and hormone issues. and then, I refuse to do anything without checking an insulin level now because you're going to feel like, yeah. because what's the number one complaint? They can, they they say they feel like shit and they don't have any energy. And then I test their insulin and it's 140. Well, no, duh, you feel like shit and have no energy. Like even if I fix your thyroid right. and your hormones, you're still going to feel like shit and have no energy because your blood sugar is messed up. Yeah. Right. And I think that's too, where everyone's looking for like the magic fix and the, you know what? This is all so complex. You have to look at everything. You have to look at your hormones and your thyroid, but you have to look at what you're eating and what you're doing and your sleep and, and all of it, it all goes together. So if you're on hormones and you're on thyroid supplements and you're like, I still feel like crap, then you should probably book a call with us. So that way we can figure out what else is going on because there's a reason. And it's probably something to do with the way that you're eating and living your lifestyle. And I don't know how many times I hear people say I'm eating good. And then they start our program mm -hmm. and we do their initial consult and they tell us what they're eating. And I'm like, Oh, you're eating 40 grams of protein in a day and you're eating rice cakes yeah. for breakfast. Like, 
No. Cheez-Its. Yeah. Like Cheez-Its. Yeah. Yeah. The Cheez-Its and the mayonnaise and tomato sandwich for lunch is like the best that I've ever (laughs) heard. But it's just, you don't know what you don't know, right? Like we say this all the time. I mean, the late, a lot of ladies just need guidance. They just need help. They just, they're looking for answers and you just, you don't know what you don't know. So, So, I mean, if you start, if you need guidance where you're going, and if you start this and you're really struggling with it, like you have to eat your protein, you have to eat 30 to 40 grams of protein. You need to be doing some kind of fast. Like, I think we tell people this all the time, like don't eat three hours before bed. Like, if you're menopausal, like you should be doing like eating sun up and sun down, um, eat that nutrient dense breakfast, like lifting weight is so you need to lift heavy weights too. So lifting heavy weights helps reduce your urge of sugary foods and it helps you manage stress and it helps you from emotional eating and managing your stress also helps with your sugar cravings and getting sleep helps with your sugar cravings. And if you're still craving sugar, add in berberine, magnesium, all those things help with sugar too. Like I love me some berberine. I think I try to put every client on berberine because they have insulin resistance, but it's also really good for their gut. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Here's a question. I have a question for the ladies because I just have been thinking about this and I don't understand. Do you think that the ladies think that like meat is <laughs> meat is manly? Because I just don't understand the protein the protein issue. Or, you know, a lot of ladies just say, I just don't think I can eat all that protein. Why? Like, I love to eat. Like, if you can eat it and you're allowed and it's healthy, what, like, what is, what is happening? And I will eat a giant steak with my hands. Like meat is not manly. It is good for you. (laughs) Like, why are we having a meat problem? I don't, I don't understand. I I think it's the breakfast that I hear a lot of. And I'm like, just like, eat a piece of chicken for breakfast, for God's sake. Like it doesn't like steak. Yeah. Steak and eggs. Yeah. I don't know. But right. That's what I'm saying. You have to eat at least a hundred grams of protein. Like I can tell you this till I'm blue on your face, but throw your donut away. Throw your donut away and get you a piece of steak and just eat it with your hands. Like Shauna does. (laughs) I do. I've done that a couple of times. My husband looks over and I look over and I'm like, you're blessed. Just, I know that's what you're thinking. Like, where else would you find this? Just eating a steak with my hands. But hey, I'm getting my protein, so don't knock it. <laughs> love it. Love it. So if you're wanting to try the sugar detox and want recipes, like Shauna said, um, you can find it like on all of our socials. We, we posted our seven day sugar detox. Um, it's just a good way to reset, especially um, going into spring and, you know, maybe still allowing yeah. your New Year's resolutions, they're starting to fail. So I hate New Year's resolutions anyways, but that's another brand. Yeah, I saw it. It could be a good kickstart. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, good kickstart. Yeah. So we'll link um, everything below and reach out. If you'd like that guide, you can reach out to us and we'd be more than happy to get that to you. Um, But we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we will catch you next time. See ya. See ya.